What do you get when you cross a DM with ADHD? We're about to find out. Welcome to Goofballs and Goblins. <laughs> Welcome to Goofballs and Goblins. I am your guest DM today, Theo Wampuzik, and these are my players. Hello, my name is Rachel, and my pronouns are she, her, and I play Harmony. And my pronouns are he, him, this. <laughs> and I play Harmony, and her pronouns are also she, her. <laughs> we'll get it one week. Hi, my name is Laura, and I play Piper. Both of us use she, her pronouns. Hi, I'm Jono, and it's weird to be on this side of the recording. My pronouns are he, him, and tonight I will be playing Elise Littlefoot, whose pronouns are she, her. My name's Ethan Bingaman, my pronouns are he, him, and I play Craig Smith, whose pronouns are also he, him. Can I just say before we begin, I love that every week during either the intro or outro, Theo has an error, and then we don't let him fix it and re-record. Like, we don't, we could just go back and we don't allow it. Like, we just make him live like that. Authenticity, baby. It's not a bug, it's a feature. (laughs) Master Uguay says there are no accidents. Not with us this evening uh, here in the room, but in our hearts with love is Finn, who plays Tony Frogmouth, and my co-DM and our part-time editor, Isaac. They're both wonderful, and we love them. And Finn's pronouns are they, them. Frickin' Isaac's pronouns are he, him. Um, (laughs) We're killing it. Smooth like butter. (laughs) All right, Theo, do your thing. Don't let me interrupt anymore. Let's begin. So... This is a non-canon episode, but if it were going to be part of the canon timeline, it would be shortly after your initial practical interview on the beach, where we met beloved fan favorite, Talon, (laughs) etc., etc. Right before the physical. That is correct. So, uh, you all come out of the lovely paradise place, and there is a Yuwanti woman waiting for you. And she's holding a clipboard, and she looks it over, and she's calling some names. And among those names you hear, Craig Smith, Piper Othanos, Harmony Sane, and Elise Littlefoot. And so you go over to her with a couple, there's a couple other groups of four, you realize that people are going, being called over in fours. Uh, Pygmalion has just jetted. She's gone. (laughs) She was told the test was over and she left. I feel like at this point, Pig and Tawny are still just collecting seashells. Yeah, you know, they're cool rocks. There was some shell rocks, yeah. Some cool rocks, some sea rocks going on. Uh, A collection of the the houses of others. And so just before you get up there, you see that she sort of sends this group of four that she was talking to prior to a little area that's kind of set up sort of like... If you were ever in marching band, and I know some of you were, the water tent where there's some lawn chairs and sitting down spots, uh, almost like a, a medic area where once everybody goes over there, they're all lying down on cots, but nobody seems injured. They are just straight vibing. <laughs> so you go over there, and she sort of looks you over and checks you off and says, oh, great, everybody's here. That's just great. Uh, okay, hi, everybody. Thanks so much for signing up for the uh, optional group's problem-solving activity. As uh, forestated, it is optional. Uh, this doesn't necessarily have any bearing on whether or not we're gonna choose you for the social experiment, but the fact that you showed up really does show something about your willingness to put forward that extra foot. And we love that. 
So today what we're going to be doing, uh, we've got a couple different sort of pocket realities set up. And so we're going to be putting you into a... <laughs> Y'all signed the waivers, right? I don't remember <laughs> signing up for this. Okay. Uh, <laughs> it's probably fine. So no. I, I'm just on tour duty. I wasn't supposed to. <laughs> I don't know how to help with legality. Oh boy. Um, <laughs> well, you all seem like strong folks. I'm pretty sure it'll be fine. So we have a couple of pocket realities set up today, and we're gonna sort of send you into a sleep-like state, and you're gonna wake up in those. Don't be startled, because you are gonna look different. You'll probably sound the same, and it's gonna be sort of a group, well, solving of problems, because it's a problem-solving activity. Also, due to a bug in the, in the enchantment, we will uh, not be able to take you out if you don't solve the puzzle. Anyway, let's get you started. <laughs> Excuse um, me, could you repeat that? I said it's a group problem-solving activity. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, wait, how how hard is this problem? Um, what's your scale? Uh, so zero is like those ads for games that you see on Fantasy Facebook where it says, I can't beat this puzzle! Um, to ten of, like, the worst... I don't... What's a really okay, hard okay. puzzle? If, if zero is putting the square in the square hole and okay. ten is, like, the fantasy SAT, <laughs> <laughs> I would say probably a six and a half, but that's just my opinion. What? Um, interesting. It's, I don't really have any attachment to this place, so... Now, we already saw that you can problem solve and utilize your physicality to solve puzzles of sorts in this uh, last segment here. So this is going to be a lot more intellectually focused. But oh, no! Right. Well, don't talk yourself down. I'm sure y'all I'm sure you're all bright young things. Brag, but I am like fourth in my fantasy class in fantasy med school, so don't say that. I don't like you. Okay, uh, I am Elise. Oh boy. Hi. Okay. I'm not interested. And you see this right. like four foot tall halfling with windswept brown hair reach up very chipperly to shake your hand. How tall are you? Like four feet tall. I like just pat you on the head and then I walk away. I feel You're like right, I accept that. From what I've heard here, it doesn't sound like our physical descriptions are gonna be that relevant in like five minutes from now. No, I just <laughs> Okay. I uh... haven't met any of you yet. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. I'm gonna repeat not for anybody in particular. This is a group problem solving activity, so Why are you looking at me like that? No, oh sorry, that's uh I was zoning out. That's just where my eyes are. <laughs> Okay, so Jeremy's gonna see you over to your resting spot now. Alright, bye-bye. I have a question for the DM. Will you afford me a quick peek behind the screen? Yes, I will. Is this voice inspired by the classic film Fargo? It is, and I can't wait to see it someday. <laughs> Thank you. I've heard all good things. This is You're doing a spot-on impression of her voice for somebody who's never seen the movie. Go on. Thank you. Somebody did it as their final in my accents class. So, yeah. That was just a bar talk. Wait, an accents class? Wait yeah. a minute. Yes, Major's Welcome acting. to the theater program. <laughs> Welcome to the theater. Okay, so you look around for a second to see who Jeremy is, and then uh, somebody, Harmony, pulls at the hem of your shirt, and you look down, it's a little red cobalt. Hi! Ah. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> are, you, are you who we're supposed to see? Ah. Uh. <laughs> and he turns around and starts walking. <laughs> okay, well, I guess I'll follow. And, you uh, should have taken Draconic as my elective language. Fully work. 
<laughs> That's Jeremy's little feet. <laughs> Theo's like, I'm editing now. I can keep the full weight. <laughs> I can keep the full weight. Do you, do you all follow him? Sure. Uh, yeah, yeah. sure. I'm going. Okay, so he takes you over to a set of four of these cots. Uh, and there's little sort of crude clay cups with a liquid, colorless, odorless liquid in it. Looks like water. It's kind of like a like a blood drive setup. Okay, hate it. <laughs> I don't like the way that you said "looks like water." <laughs> yeah, do you mind if I just take a moment and look at this water? Ah, uh, <laughs> I'm gonna. What check would you like me to do on uh, this water, DM? Do a do a medicine check. Fourth in my fantasy class in fantasy med school, so this will go great. It was a two, natural two, <laughs> for a total of six. It isn't a cup, so you know it's a liquid. All right, yeah, cool, man. I'm starting to think the class was only four people. <laughs> That's not entirely true. And Jeremy goes. <laughs> <laughs> He's laughing. Would a herbalism kit serve any use to try and figure out what this is, or is that just for making things? Uh, you can try it. I would like to try that. Ah, uh, may I borrow a dice? Yeah, can you describe what you're doing for me? I would like to... Oh, shoot. What am I going to do with it? Um, I'll take out my herbalism kit. I don't know what's in one of those. I'm guessing herbs. <laughs> so I'll take a little bit and I'll pour it into a little vial. And then I'll right, add... Now it's in two containers. What do now you do? It's in... <laughs> and then into that vial, I will add some water. It's thinned out. Okay, cool. <laughs> you do... Can you roll a perception check for me? I would love to do that with the tray that I'm holding. I'm so satisfied. That's a 19. That's very good. You do notice that on the surface of this, there's sort of a multi-chrome kind of film, like a little bit like with bubble solution. Are you having us drink soap? Uh-uh. <laughs> <laughs> Jeremy's the new best character in the podcast. <laughs> I can't believe Reg has been dethroned so easily. I know. Talon grits his human teeth. <laughs> Mike got out his human Ooh. teeth. That doesn't, that doesn't move him up in the range. <laughs> Keep him solidly where he was. So Jeremy picks up one of these cups. Uh, there's four, so obviously one for each of you. And he points at it, and he points at uh, you, Harmony, and he does like a little drinking motion with his hand. And then kind of a jazz hand sort of motion. Um, <laughs> roll, God, what would this be? Roll intuition for me. Insight? Insight, roll insight for me. I'd love to. 16. Okay, this is honestly a beautiful performance. <laughs> <laughs> and it gets the point across, and you can tell that what he's saying is that what we have here is a potion that upon your drinking it will put you into the enchanted sleep state. And the mm-hmm. puzzle will begin. Oh. That's a large and long message. Wow, you're... It's a pure beautiful dance. He's, you are... <laughs> can I just say that you are so good at modern interpretive dance and then I drink the solution. Um, I would like to give the tiny volume... The tiny vial of the potion to Craig and say, Are you taking Talon with you? Am I... Where... What are we doing? <laughs> you look over and Jeremy's like rapidly shaking his head. Yes or no shaking his head. Uh, roll insight for me. To know if he's shaking yes or no, he might not know what shaking is or no. I also I asked the question, "Where are we going?" He's shaking his head. 
Where are we going? Nah. <laughs> okay, that's a two. It's not going to get much better. He kind of looks like maybe he's seen a bee and it's sort of a circular <laughs> formation. <laughs> so there's not really a clear side to side or up down motion here. So Alright, give me the little glass vial. Yeah, we're going to a different plane and if we don't solve the puzzle, we don't get to come back. Hey. Okay, so Sounds Harmony, awesome. Harmony, I assume you're sort of you, you don't pass out on the spot. Are you sort of making yourself comfortable on your cot? Yeah, sure. Okay. I'll lay back like as though I were tanning. Like Very good. Does uh, does everybody else bottoms up? Cheers. Sure. Does Talon also drink it? You will have to make Talon drink it. Can you roll animal handling for me? <laughs> <laughs> sure, Theo. I've gone mad with power. <laughs> That's a six. Hold on. Maybe Talon's can... human uvula blocks the potion. Ew, I hate it. Can just Talon go and Craig stays behind and plays Talon the rest of the time? <laughs> What would happen if I turned into a bear before? Listen, that's a six. Just go with that. It's good. I have to log in. Uh, you try game. really hard to do a here comes the airplane, <laughs> here comes the fantasy airplane sort of <laughs> motion, and Talon's just not having it. He's dodging it, and at one point you really try to get it down his throat, and he knocks it away from you with his wing. <laughs> He's sick of everything non-crab. Yeah, if only it were crab flavored. If only it were crab flavored. You do owe Piper one glass vial, because you just broke this one. <laughs> she sort of winces and just goes... And, and Jeremy puts up his little red hands. He's he's kind of cherry red colored with a mm-hmm. little yellow belly. And he goes, ah, 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 ah. <laughs> and he does like grabby hand motions. And Talon does fly down and he holds him gently in his hand like a prize goose. I don't love it. Ah. Uh, hey, um, do you mind if I take this vial with me? Also question, do the things that we have with us now transfer over to the thing you're doing? Ah. Is that uh-uh to me taking the vial, or, or uh-uh to the things we're doing transferring over? He holds up a little peace sign to you. All right, but I'm still cool to take the vial, right? Uh, thanks. <laughs> Love him. He's gently stroking Talon. Like, you get, he's not He's not going to eat this bird. You get the intention that there's maybe a child's play place <laughs> with some big sort of fantasy plastic furniture to climb on. And some coloring books. Maybe some college students to watch your kid. <laughs> There's a couple bards, and they're putting on a, a a performance for the kids. But with a closer look, you do realize that it is the fantasy equivalent of ants with a Z. <laughs> <laughs> so it's not great, but it could be worse. <laughs> and Jeremy walks away. Just curl up into a little ball and get ready for it to hit. Are you taking it, Piper? I, I will lay on the bed uh, perpendicular to the way that you're supposed to, and I'll just sort of kick my feet uh, down it like a shot, and just hang my head back and see if uh, all the blood will rush to my head and if that'll make a difference. Okay, so you all take the enchanted liquid. <laughs> no. Uh-oh. Why did you feel the need to say it like that? <laughs> Wait, wonk. And you drift off into what fe- what feels pretty much like a harmless sleep. It doesn't feel heavily enchanted, or you don't you don't feel woozy or anything going under. It's, and it's a very nice sunny day, so it does kind of feel like you're just vibing, like you're having a picnic with friends that you haven't met yet. And it's beautiful. <laughs> uh-huh. And roll initiative for me just to see the order of who wakes up first. Ah, uh, okay. It's like <laughs> fight the paralysis demon. Welcome to D and D. Nineteen. Okay. So, um, before we started the recording, I did a test roll with this die. 
Yes. Um, just to make sure it was going to work for me today, I rolled a nat 20, and I assumed that that was good. What I have learned is that it was using up all of its luck that was a nat 1. Okay. For a total of 4. Hold on. I have 12. Yeah. Ooh, that is a 17 for a total of 20. Dirty 20. Who? Wink walk. Wink. <laughs> Wink walk. I'm sorry, Jono. What's your character's name one more time? Elise. Elise. A-L-Y-S-E. Okay, so Piper, you come to first uh, in classic cinematic fashion. There's sort of that filter that makes like the eye blinky shape and then things come into focus. <laughs> oh, hey, wow. Having all the blood rush in my head worked. And you are in a room that has four walls uh, and a well, floor <laughs> uh, that are all in this generic hard white material porcelain or plaster it doesn't really make a difference it kind of seems like if somebody asked you to imagine a wall and you did but you didn't put that much thought into it that that's what it would be uh okay so the room that john mulaney was sitting in until he walked right out on that stage that's correct and what's funny is you do actually feel some saltine crumbs under your hands okay very good (laughs) and Um, next is uh harmony you come to as well, and you are facing a different wall. You don't see uh, these other people yet because you're all kind of facing different walls, you realize, sitting in sort of plus formation. You haven't looked at each other yet. And next is Craig. You come to, your shoulder feels so empty already. You've just made this friend, and you're just two souls, two bodies, one heart. Okay, so I wake up. So you down, wake up. Down, 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 down. And you do sound the same. Uh, and last is Elise, who comes to and you're in a different place but you don't feel super different this is like fantasy sorority hazing it is a little bit like fantasy sorority hazing i've lived Um, through that twice before can live through it again why are you in two sororities anyway very sad uh i'm only in the one i just rushed two oh i thought they just really wanted to hate you (laughs) (laughs) they really wanted an excuse to get you out of there but persistence you know it's admirable Piper, what do you want to do? I would like to uh, look around. Do I see my friends? Roll perception for me. Interesting. Ah, 15 plus... That's 14 plus 19. Okay. <laughs> that was a trip. So with a 19, you go to get to your feet and realize that your mechanics aren't exactly the same. Oof. And you look down at yourself, and you see just this enormous, jacked, super hairy body. And you go to look over at your friends, and while you assume that they are still your friends, they all are in different shapes than they were before. Uh, okay. I would like to reach my arm out in front of me and try and make a muscle. It's bodacious. Oh, yeah! A vein pops out right on top. (laughs) I would like to spend the next couple uh, minutes while everyone else is trying to stand up to flex my various muscles and do like standard muscle man poses. You know, like the one with the one arm bent and the other arm out. Yeah, Johnny Bravo. Johnny Bravo, yes. (laughs) I'm familiar. Yes. Okay, so Harmony, what do you want to do? Um, I will also, you know, I think I, yeah, I'm gonna, like, try to, you know, get up and look around. Okay, roll perception for me. So, so you're investigating the room? Yeah, I just kind of want to, you know, give it give it a look-see. Okay. See what's going on there. Hit it. I have eight million things open on my phone. Perception? Yes, please. Nineteen. Okay. So with a nineteen focused on the room, you do 
notice that everybody else uh, looks different now, and you see a bugbear, uh, a tabaxi, and halfling, and a halfling, and the halfling doesn't look like Elise, but it does look like somebody you would see in the market and be like, oh shit, is that Elise? And then they turn directly forward towards you, and you're like, no. But walking away, you're still like, it could have been, though, but you're pretty sure it wasn't. Off-brand Elise? Right, like Walmart a fantasy Meyer brand Elise. <laughs> Great value, Elise. Okay. And um, the, the room... Oh, yeah, I forgot. There's more. Mm. Oh, wait. So the way you had been facing, you see uh, a table at the wall that has some pens and some pieces of paper on it. And then to your left and to your right, you can see that there are tables up against both walls with different sets of equipment on it. Uh, you turn behind you, and there's a set of doors and a line of uh, glittering orbs between you and there. Okay, I'm really sorry for the way that I am. I heard things that you said. Can you say that? Can you say them more? So in front of you, there's a table against the wall with a few different papers and pens. To your left and your right on the walls, there are tables with different kinds of equipment. Behind you, there's a set of doors, and in a line on the floor between you and the doors, there's a set of glittering orbs. Okay. Sorry, I heard you, and then I was like, oh, wait, I my brain doesn't work, and I need to write these down. No, that's, that's just fine. You're perfect. Uh, you've not done anything wrong in your life, and I would kill for you. Okay, I'd like to, if I'm not taking up everybody's time too much, I'd like to go look at what the equipment is on one of the tables. I'll go with the one on my left, just choosing at random. Okay, I'm going to make you hold on that just so I can get everybody else up to date, Great. and we'll have you do that right afterwards. <laughs> so, Craig, you come to, what do you do? Immediately scream for Talon. Roll perception. Just kidding, I don't give a fuck, he's not there. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, I'm going to look around, but can I make the judgment that Craig just doesn't think that these people are his friends? <laughs> that seems perfectly in character, so okay. when you... Is there anything you want to pay special attention to? The contents of the room or the people you're with? The, the, the people. random, the random. I don't know who any of you are, but have you seen a seagull? Talent? Like the you... fantasy checkoff play? Okay. No. So, okay, so oh. you're the you're the um the old guy with the seagull. Uh Craig, that's okay, so that's you. What does Craig look like? Uh Craig, I'm so glad you asked because it's your turn, Elise. Uh oh. And um. you you want to look your compatriots up and down? Yeah, I kinda wanna look around and just at the other people, at least, you know, not having been at the initial callback, isn't super concerned with who's who, um, because there's not really that baseline already. Right. Definitely wants to check out the room a little bit. Also, just seeing that these are not the people that, she, they don't appear to be the people that she came here with, also just wants to look, just see, see what she looks like for the moment. Okay, so if you were prioritizing, you would do sort of self-room others? Yes. Okay, roll perception for me. Oh, you are almost so good. Perception 11. Okay, so you take a good look at yourself, and because you, you know, are yourself and know what you look like, you can tell that this isn't your body as you know it, but you are still a halfling. Okay. But you're a different halfling. You're maybe a, a little shorter, uh, a little broader, that one specific mole from the back of your right hand isn't there. I look like Aunt Maji. And what's surprising is you do look striker. No, I don't know. <laughs> Harmony, you wanted to look at the equipment? Yeah. And you said to your left? Yeah, that was just, you know, I flipped a coin mentally. Okay. 
So you go to the table at the far left, and laid on it in straight lines, there is uh, a silver arrow, a wooden arrow, uh, an arrow that appears to be made out of glass, and a throwing axe. Okay. Okay, and I'm, there's going to be a few rapid turns here at the beginning, just what we're And that is a-okay, because I have to finish writing a session plan anyway, so... All right, Harmony, what do you want to do? Piper, what do you want to do? Uh, do I see the glittering orbs? You know what? I'll let your last roll ride. You did use some of it to observe your own muscles, but I think if you hadn't, you would have seen them. <laughs> okay, good, good. You do see the glittering orbs that are sort of methodically placed right next to each other in a extended ellipses. I'd like to go slap one. You'd like to go slap one? Yeah. Just like okay. pat it like you would, like um, a sack of rice at a store. <laughs> there are 12 in various colors. Are you are you drawn to any particular one in a number or um, a particular color? The fourth one. Okay, the fourth one. So you go up to the fourth one and you can see that it's cut sort of like Polish crystal, if you've ever seen those glasses that have very angular cuts in them. Uh, it kind of looks like the the little melon icon that you see on Japanese products a lot. Interesting, and none of these are resonating with me. <laughs> it's like that crossed with a Fabergé egg. So it's sort of decadent. Roll investigation for me. I would love to do that. Uh, Eleven. Eleven. Yes, it kind of looks like this. Oh, okay. So well, like a cantaloupe. Right, but more geometric. Like the, the lines geometric... in it are sort of... You know that tri- that triangle. You know the triangle with all the little triangles in it. It's kind of mm-hmm. like that. Yeah, okay. Uh, so you, pit, you slap this orb, you pat this orb. Yeah, you know, just sort of like a loving, you know, like with the pressure of a good dad back pat, but okay. like you're patting a sack of rice. Okay, your hands are huge now. Ooh. Um, it doesn't break it, but it does kind of push it out of line. Uh, and by the way, it glitters in the, what you would, you personally would describe as fluorescent light, but in this world is just sort of an enchanted nothing up above. You don't really see a ceiling. It just seems to kind of fade out. Ooh, terrifying. Got like, it. Like, like Caillou? Squid, <laughs> like Squidward in the alone place. Oh, no. Uh, it's glittering quite a lot, so you can tell that it's made of some sort of precious material. It might be glass, it might be cut stone, it might be crystal. Uh, but it's not, in and of itself, it's not spectral or anything. It is a solid object. Okay, we should move it back in line. Okay, and next up is Craig. What do you do? Well, I'm still asking about talent. I'm not focused on anything in this room yet. <laughs> okay, um... Guys, Seagull. Anyone? Anyone seen it? No, we already told you. No. And that's Craig's turn. Up next <laughs> is uh, Elise. What do you want to do? Uh, I'm also going to go check out the table with the... I, I, do I see the table with the equipment? When you came to, you were facing the wall with all the doors and the line of orbs was between you. Okay. So that's where you're facing. You might have to do a little look around if you want to see anything else. Yeah, I'm going to do just a little look around to see what's going on in here. Okay. Uh, do you look left or right? I look left. Okay. That is also good for you. That's going to be the table with the uh, arrows on it. Okay. Did you look left or right? I looked to my left. Okay, never mind. Uh, that's never mind, be... I looked to the right. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> no, you, you, you two were facing opposite directions, so I, t- I turned my map by. God, my dyslexic ass can no never. Worries. So you look to your left, and there's another table over there. You can see that there's some equipment. You want to go up to it? Yeah, I'll check out the equipment. Oh, you can. You come up to this white table, and in a very methodic line, there is a longbow. A short bow, 
and a crossbow, and that's it. Long, short crossbow? Yeah. Can I examine these a little further, or... Yeah, you can examine them. I'm gonna do that, I think. Okay. Uh, I'll not, I'm not gonna make you roll for that, because this is there's nothing really concealed at this point. You pick them up in turn, and they're all pretty basic. They appear to be pretty functional. They're kind of not quite baby's first archery, <laughs> but sort of if you were if you were a young person who maybe was professional about marksmanship, but you weren't necessarily financially well off to get a really nice weapon, this is might you what you might buy. Okay. So they're good. They're not you know, you wouldn't be looted for them, but they're perfectly functional. That makes sense. It's the instrument a high school band kid purchases. It is. It's the rental cool. clarinet of archery. <laughs> <laughs> that actually helps a good deal. Thank you. <laughs> Piper, what do you want to look at? Um, so I'm still by those orbs. Are there any that are, like, smooth? No, they're all cut in this in this same way, but they're all different materials. Ah, okay. How About how big are they? Like, women's softball size. Oh, so small. Pretty small, yeah. Yeah, okay, okay. Like, big enough to hold in your hand, but they're not, you know. I'd like to clack two of them together softly. Okay, you just want to do the one you were just holding and one yeah. next to it? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Okay, so you pick up this jewel tone green one. Oh, nice. Uh, and next, which is the one you were just handling, and next to it there's kind of a cloudier green one, a more opaque one. Okay. Uh, and you clank them together, like, gently. You know, yeah. In, in your new big hands. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it clicks, and nothing happens. I'd like to go and show someone these two. I'd like to walk with them in my hands and say, look, they go clack, clack. Okay, so you turn around. Uh, <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> you turn around. Craig is still sitting on the floor facing one of the walls. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah. Mm-hmm. And you've established that he's Craig. Okay. Despite the fact that he now looks like uh, a tall high elf of sorts. Okay, okay. Uh, and then you see the tabaxi looking at one of the equipment tables on your left, and you see the halfling looking at the other equipment table on your right. And dead ahead is the table with the papers and pens, which nobody is looking at. Okay, sounds good. Who, who do you want to show the clack-clack to? Definitely the most dejected looking one, which is definitely Craig at this point. Okay, so you walk over to this elf, mm-hmm. and what do you say? I would like to crouch down, sort of like you would crouch down to talk to like a small being of sorts, and I just go, because you're on the floor, aren't you? Yeah. Crouch down and I'll just go, look at these. They clack. And they do clack. Um, <laughs> you are kind of a hulking mass right now. So they're very small in my big, big they're hands. They're very small in your big, big hands. And I think you crouching comes off less as talking to a toddler and more of like a what's up little man kind of gesture. <laughs> uh, but then you speak and this, you know, beautiful flute-like voice does come out of your hulking orange form. Yeah. Look, clack, clack. Craig, what do you say to that? Wait. Are you on the beach? Piper? Yeah. Yeah, you're Craig. You got the weird bird with human teeth, right? Well, I, I did. He's back with the, the, ah, guy. It, is he safe? Sure. Alright. <laughs> what do you got, what do you got going on with these balls? I got orbs. There's roughly ten more of them since I have definitely counted. Where? She gestures with one of them over there. I finally look anywhere else in the room but half the wall. <laughs> <laughs> And with that, I'm going to jump over you just for a second, Harmony, to Craig. Uh, roll another perception for me. Does he see the orbs? <laughs> seven. Very good. Okay, so with a seven, you do notice this line of colorful uh, orbs on the floor, 
But as you, you you sort of stand up to get a better look at it, and as you do, you get more distracted by your own body than anything else in the room. And you are quite lanky, quite tall, and you can't see your own face, but you do kind of reach up to touch your own face and like travel around your head trying to paint yourself a word picture. First of all, your hair is very luscious. Is it a young body? It's a younger body than you. It feels like a younger body. Hold on! My knees don't hurt. Something's wrong. <laughs> your knees don't hurt, and you, as you're feeling around your face, you do feel that you have sharp elf ears. What do I look like? You you kind of look like my brother Myron. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and? Oh, yeah, that's that's all I got. <laughs> Can I chime in here? Uh, honey, we don't know what your brother looks like. Oh, right. <laughs> uh... <laughs> I was so, like... <laughs> for anyone else who is curious, uh, he is this high elf with... He's quite tall, like very lanky, very stringy, and he's clad in this sort of sort of working attire, almost, but it is dyed this, this deep, deep purple, and he has, like, a very sharp face and a very prominent nose. Oh no. Oh no, don't tell me. I'm a fantasy hippie, aren't I? <laughs> <laughs> and with that, we're gonna jump back to you, Harmony. Thank you for being patient. Of course. I would like to look over at the table with the paper on it to see if any of the paper gives us directions of, like, what the puzzle is that we're solving. Okay. That is my specific goal with looking at these. So you walk over to the paper, uh, and there's a small stack of smaller papers, and then kind of a big cardstock, almost almost poster mm-hmm. size piece, and you can tell that it does have instructions on it. Do you want to call your friends over so you only have to read it once? Yeah, everybody can come look at these instructions. And you all go? I sprint yeah. over with my young body. It's impressive. Your strides are so long. Hey, you guys all look different. What do I look like? Great question. <laughs> <laughs> She and you, I assume you relay all of this to her, (laughs) uh, looks like a pretty stout tabaxi. I don't know if you've ever seen a Cornish Rex cat, but they have sort of a wiry, Mm -hmm. almost pin curl-like texture to their fur. And she's wearing kind of a khaki crocodile hunter sort of (laughs) shirt and pants uh, and has these brilliant green eyes. Steve, is that you? Crikey, you look fantastic. (laughs) And they and they all tell you this. And it boosts your confidence, take inspiration. No, I'm <laughs> okay, so you all go to read the instructions. And they say this. Instructions. Each door must be opened by the correct combination of marksman, weapon, and bow, or lack thereof. Each crystal orb contains a clue. You will likely need all the clues to find the right combination. To open a crystal orb, you must either solve its riddle or exhibit a particular skill to its liking, which I will translate in the game speak for you, means that each orb can be opened by a skill check and any number except a nat one will open it, but there is only one skill to each orb specifically. So there may be one that can only be opened by investigation, and there may be one that can only be opened by acrobatics and the like. And there's there's (laughs) weapons in There are. There's one more paragraph. It says, On your turn, you may either observe the room, which you've all done a very good job of already, attempt to open a door, or attempt to open a crystal orb. Knowledge gained by one is knowledge shared by all. Which, again, over the screen I'm going to tell you, means 
once one of you discovers one of these clues, I'm not going to be like, oh, but you wouldn't know that yet. You wouldn't have solved that really <laughs> yet. It's, it's a group building project. So I'm assuming that you're going about this in sort of a escape room sort of way. way. Yeah. Thank you nice. for making that assumption. So uh, next to it, there is a small pile of cards, uh, and it's crossed off in a four-by-four four section. And across the top, the columns are headed by these sort of crude, almost children's drawings of a little kitty face, a little smiley face with sharp ears, a little kind of kind of squiggly face with um, an underbite with fangs. It's still smiling, though. And then just a generic little face with curly hair. And then down, there is a picture of an arrow. A picture of what honestly looks like the letter D, but you assume it's supposed to be a bow. A set of quotation marks and a door. And there is one for each of you. I'm passing them out now. Oh, oh we got props! I didn't bring your writing utensil. What's wrong oh. with me? I'm so glad because now I can erase the really poor description I was trying to write of like I made a four by four. Yeah. I was trying to like shorthand what you were saying into my notes and I felt like it wasn't making any sense when I read it back because I can't shorthand. No. No. And they are all there, despite what you may see in the real world as players, they are very nicely printed and all the columns are the same size. <laughs> they look great. And there is uh, a quill for each of you. And you do deduce that this is for you to show your work or help organize your thoughts. Very good. It's like a fantasy punnet square. I'm well acquainted with those. Okay, so from here on out, you are going to be operating... I'm still going to be operating in turns, but you are going to be operating more as a unit. Good. So you're not going to be as much scattered to the wind, but depending on whose turn it is, you can decide what action to take next. That's so good because as a total group we have we have one brain and it's Jono's. So <laughs> <laughs> it's Jono's turn with the brain, unfortunately, so <laughs> Okay, so you you grab your cards and your quilts from this table and sort of turn around all together. Uh, and I'm gonna point out that nobody has investigated the doors closely, which mm-hmm. if you were turning around would be dead across the room from you. And the orbs, which you now know contain clues that cross the floor, have been relatively untouched. Yes. The, all we know really about them is that they click-clack. Is that they click-clack. And, uh, Piper, are you yeah. still holding the orbs? Yeah, for sure. Okay, roll a straight-up-and-down intelligence check for me to see if you remember which order they were in. Ooh. <laughs> oh, that's a net 20! Alright. Yeah. Oh, yes. So Thank you're God. looking at the at the line and you notice that they're kind of in rainbow order if you look totally, so you realize that the what you realize now is an emerald one is going to go first in the line, farther to your left, next to the jade one. Nice, nice. Do you want to put them back down? <sighs> okay. <laughs> yes, okay, I you will. put them down. Is Harmony, what do you want to do? Um, I'd like to look at the doors, I think. Okay. How how close do you want to get? Do you want to cross the orbs? Yes. Okay, so you go up to this line of orbs mm-hmm. and you take a step over, nothing happens, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> and you, you notice that the doors from left to right are brass door, a glass door, a stone door, and a bronze door. And going up to them, you can see that either uh, welded or carved, respectively, depending on the material. There's a bullseye in the middle of each of them. The glass door is frosted. You can't really see anything on the other side. Brass, glass, stone, silver. For some reason, I was picturing, like, 
I was picturing like French doors, so learning that there's four doors is a huge shock to me. <laughs> no, they're straight. They're straight up and down a doorknob doors. But upon closer inspection, if you were to look, you would notice that the doorknob is is pretty much decorative. It doesn't turn. Okay. <laughs> so based on the instructions, you know that you're going to have to okay. open these doors with marksmanship. All right. And that'll bring us to Craig. What do you want to do? I'm going to go over and look at the weapons. Okay. You um, do you want to look at the because there's a there's a table of bows and there's a table of arrows. Which one of those do you want to look at? The bows. Okay, so you go over to the bows, and in this order, there is a long bow, a short bow, and a crossbow, and they're all pretty decent quality. As as we said earlier, school lentil clarinet. Right. <laughs> I'm gonna pick up the crossbow. Okay. Over to the arrows. Yeah, you can go over to the arrows. Okay. <laughs> gonna go over to the arrows. Um, roll a perception for me on the arrows. I'm also going to, as I'm walking over, be like, Yo, what do you think these arrows do? Well, I think you're supposed to match it to the right bow and the right person and then shoot the right door, I have to assume. Alright. What did you roll? That's a 9. 11. Okay, with an 11, you see like a silver tone arrow, like a dull brown arrow, a clear arrow, and an axe. And an axe? And an axe. Uh, and that's going to bring us to Elise. What do you know? Take a look at one of those orbs. Okay. Uh, roll a perception for me. Oh, that was a d12 to see which orb. Uh, it was orb number eight, if you were curious. Okay. Perception should stay in my dice tray. There we go. Uh, dirty 20. Dirty 20. Okay, so with a dirty 20, you take a pretty good look at these orbs. And you said that Elise is in medical school. Yes, fantasy medical school. Fantasy medical school, which, for the sake of justification, I'm gonna say not only is a study of anatomy, but probably also a fair number of enchantments and health oh, potions yeah. and etc. Yes. So sure. you can identify most of these orbs as uh, precious stones. Ooh. And they are in this order, which I'm sure you say out loud because of who you are as a person. Yeah, in my cool accent. Rose quartz? <laughs> I can't do it. Rose quartz? Citrine. Citrine. Opalite. Opalite. Emerald. Emerald. Jade. Jade. Lapis lazuli. That one. What? <laughs> Sodalite. Sodalite. Blue tiger's eye. Blue tiger's eye. Sapphire. Uh, sapphire. Amethyst. Amethyst. Pyrite. Pyrite. And obsidian. Obsidian. I think that Lapis Lazuli is really assuming more Steven Universe knowledge than your players. Lapis, lapis Lazuli. It's blue. <laughs> oh no, I know what it is. I just didn't <laughs> want to say it in the accent. Some of them sounded less like colors and more like Axe body sprays. No, th this is the materials they're made out of. Oh, what they're made out of. They're, they're all made they're out of precious stones. Precious stones. Semi precious oh. stones. Oh, blind. He just, got, oh, he just got really Steven Universe about it in the middle there. So you, you said you rolled eight? Yes, I'm looking at the eighth one, which is one, two, three, four. Five, That's going to be six. Blue Tiger's Eye. Yeah. But because yeah. you have identified the stones, if you want to change, I will let you. No, that's all right. All right. So do you pick it up? Yeah. Okay, so you pick it up, uh, and in your hands, there, there's a little bit of a, of a shine, a uh, sort of burst of light that, di that didn't happen before uh, when you had picked up the Jade and the Emerald Ones, Piper. Uh, interesting. And you hear a little trumpet fanfare, and above the orb, there's sort of a... A haze of white, and on 
this haze of white, before your eyes, there is this golden calligraphy appearing. And with the eight one, it says, separate the salt from the sand. And from the bottom of the orb pours out a pile of what you have to assume is salt and sand. But the sand is stark white, and there's really no way looking at it to determine how to do it. Is there anything else in here? What has been described before is in here. Alright, well, Elise has an idea of how to do this, but not necessarily the equipment with which to do it. You, you can wait. In there, fact, there, may, there may be equipment that will help later, depending. All right. Surprise tool. Uh, <laughs> there may be a surprise tool that we use later, if you want to meditate on it. I'm going to just make a note of this one, because I, I, I think she knows... She has an idea of how to try it, mm-hmm. um, but she does not have what she needs in order... Actually, wait a moment. Let's look at the things that I can do because of the class that do I picked. Do you have a bow? You do not have any of the items that you came with. Correct. I'm not going to waste an hour of uninterrupted work summoning <laughs> a tool okay. set of my choice. So never mind. <laughs> I will I will tell you because I am a kind and benevolent DM. To solve this riddle, you need to solve one of the other riddles. Yeah, I had a feeling. Okay. Um, he just really picked it. He really picked the magic items class and then didn't get to bring any of his items. And it, and it clacked shut like a Pokeball. The sand and the salt is still there, but the riddle disappears. Okay, cool. I'm just going to put that one down and just go, I'm going to file that away for later. Okay, so it's Piper's turn. So she... Oh, uh, sorry, I'm going to interrupt you one more time. I'm not going to make you spend an action reading a riddle that has already been revealed. So if somebody has opened something and you don't remember exactly what it says, and you want me to repeat it and then take an action, I'm not going to count that as opening an and that is so kind of you. <laughs> yeah. Very kind. So Piper would have seen that that happened, and she wants to make that happen too, so she's like, hmm, hmm, hmm. So she goes up to the obsidian one, and she'll say, now you better open up right now, buddy, and tries to intimidate it into opening. You're, you're going to try and use intimidation on this one? Roll yes. The, uh, this is, what behind the curtain is just going to be straight up and down. If it's two or higher, it will work. Okay, uh, very good. So roll me d20. It's a 10. You go up to the obsidian and you say, okay. open up right now, and it comes out pretty growly, because you have bigger lungs now, and it's <laughs> a lot of air support to them, and nothing happens. The obsidian orb cannot be opened with intimidation. That's rude. <laughs> and now it's Harmony's turn. Harmony really likes the color green, and for that reason alone, she's gonna approach the emerald one and just, like, you know, pick it up and, like, look it over and see if she can figure out how how supposed to get it open. It, it opens in your hand. Oh, fabulous. You get the feeling that these were not designed to open before you read the instructions. Oh, but now they will. When but you just now they up. will. So it, it opens, again, very similar to a Pokeball, and that white haze appears, and the golden calligraphy this time says, did you say that emerald? Yeah. Okay. What woman never has an accident on purpose, but has purpose because of accidents? Oh no, I've never been very good at riddles. Oh, they just open, and then the things inside them have skills. Yeah. <laughs> Alright. <laughs> was there anything in there or just a riddle? Just the riddle comes just out. Just the riddle. Mm-hmm. Okay. I never been so good at riddles. Um, Elise, you seem smart. Do you have any ideas? Well, it never has an accident on purpose, but has purpose because of accidents. I was thinking a midwife, <laughs> if we're going to be completely honest. Um, <laughs> you say midwife and you hear kind of a... <laughs> and it clacks shut, and the riddle disappears. Yeah, I didn't think that was right, but, but nobody, sorry. nobody, nobody has an accident on purpose. That doesn't seem... And now it's gonna be Craig's turn. I'm gonna go up, and I'm just... Uh, I, I can tell them to you again. You, you were looking at them. Yeah. 
Which ones have been open so far? The two that have something next to them. The fourth one, the emeralds, and the eighth one, the blue tiger's eye. I'm going to go up to the citrine one. Okay, the second one, the citrine one. And are you going to try and skill check it, or are you going to... I'm going to shake it. You're going to shake it? Okay, you shake it, and it opens, and it plays the uh, same cadence before, but it's kind of like... Because you're shaking it while it plays. (laughs) How do we name that the episode? (laughs) How do we name the episode that noise? shake it while it plays. (laughs) And this white backing comes up, and the gold calligraphy says... What eats from the stomach... The face and the side, whose mouth changes place with the passage of time. Do you want it one more time? Yes, please. What eats from the stomach, the face, and the side, whose mouth changes place with the passage of time? And while he's thinking, I'm going to tell all y'all, I know you have your devices on you. Don't bother. These are all original content. I wasn't going to try to Google them. Wampuzik trademark LLC. Uh, yeah, I, I wasn't going to try to Google them, but I am impressed that you wrote all original. Okay. You just want the, the orbs? Do you want to make a, okay, I'll just take a, a swag, a scientific wild-ass guess? <laughs> what? Do you just want to guess something? There's there's no penalty for guessing and getting it wrong. I'm guessing an actor? An actor? An action. An action. Is that what I... I'm... So the... You think you think the answer is, guessing guessing is yes your action opening it and then making a guess are is your one okay. action total the the action is trying to solve the riddle great you got any ideas uh, we're all like hey smart hey person. smart one hey fourth in your fantasy med school class is midwife an acceptable answer to this one and it clacks shut but it is your turn Elise. Alright. And starting now, if it's your turn and you don't have a guess, I will allow you to ask one other person before we move on to the next turn. Oh. You can phone a friend. You can once. phone a friend once. once. Per turn. Um, a treat. I'm gonna have once. a look at the... I'm gonna look at the, the rose quartz. Okay. The rose quartz. The first in line. Do you want to do a skill check or do you want to open it? I would like to open it. Okay. You open it. And the riddle that comes out is ground but not beef, grown but not leaf, swallow it down without needing your teeth. I hate I, it, thanks. I might know this one. Swallow it down without using your teeth? That's correct. It's coffee. Bam, 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 bam. Yeah! <laughs> and the orb does clat shut, but you start hearing like a... And a la label maker, there's something coming out of the bottom. <laughs> and that is a slice <laughs> a slip of paper that says this the short bow is either used by holly or uses the ice arrow the short bow is either used by holly or uses the ice arrow and well, holly is capitalized so you assume it's a name well, who's holly okay <laughs> oh no who never mind i will ask my question later when okay, i know okay. how to phrase it and we're back to Piper. Awesome. So, Piper, feeling very stupid, will pick up the obsidian to try and open it. Okay. <laughs> I forgot how you tried to scare it. Which one I just did. opened and we answered right? The coffee one? Which one was Rose that? Quartz. That was Rose Quartz. Rose Quartz is open. I'm really glad you said coffee because I was going to say midwife again. <laughs> you, I Swallow it down I, without needing teeth? No. I would say that? that's got to be the answer eventually, but it doesn't. <laughs> Okay. Oh, it really does. I didn't say I was first in my fantasy class. It also sounds like you're grinding up babies. I didn't uh, say I was first. It is 
groan, but not leave. Piper, before this riddle pub, uh, this riddle comes up, roll medicine for me. Oh, good. Piper's coming up. Oh, ooh. Okay, so that's a... You said what? Medicine? Yeah. Uh, that's gonna be 15. Excellent. So this time there's no calligraphy that comes up with the white fa- uh, faded backing. <gasps> but there is a diagram, which is anatomically correct, but not crude, not crass. And the calligraphy that does appear afterwards says, where is the clit? And I think with a 15 you do know, but you're gonna have to show it. What? <laughs> She can't just explain. She can't just like you know. No, this, a word this is this is a click and play adventure. There's a diagram <laughs> in there. Would you like to find a friend? I am in fantasy med school. <laughs> nah, I'm a lesbian. <laughs> you, you, sound, you do sound like you're getting ready to be an OBGYN from how into midwives you are, but <laughs> <laughs> but she is a lesbian. So. <laughs> Peek behind the curtain, Craig. You would have had to roll disadvantage on this one. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I guess I don't have to write down that riddle. We're gonna answer it pretty quick. <laughs> what do you do, Piper? I definitely uh, find it. Where is it? <laughs> Wait, are you saying that it's a diagram or that she has to show like on herself? No, there's a a, a diagram oh. comes up, a like textbook style diagram. Again, not crass, just accurate. I know, but y'all should y'all should definitely answer this one. <laughs> Finally, I had my textbooks with me. This is the perfect learning opportunity. You can just I can't like, say that joke. <laughs> you can just give me compass coordinates if you want. <laughs> compass coordinates? Yeah. You know. The you know, Southern. The clip, give the cardinal directions. <laughs> is, is Southern your answer? <laughs> oh, Lord. Okay. Oh, because I have to say this out loud, don't I? Yeah. You can, well, you no, can you, point out You point it out on the diagram, but we don't have the diagram. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This Southern. is not a medium. We have Southern. You're going to say Southern? Piper and Laura as a character are very... Okay. I think Piper as a person would probably get pretty shocked and would be like, mm, Elise, uh, yeah, yeah, you're fourth in uh, you're fourth in your class. Why don't you... Uh... <laughs> She's a lesbian, but she doesn't want to admit it, so she... <laughs> yep. And- <laughs> I may not be, uh, I may not be being clear. This is not a diagram of a whole person. This is a, this is... <laughs> yeah, no, I was like, Laura, are you sure? I would, I, no, I realize that now I'm going to tell you that, so Southern is not going to be the answer here. No! It's not. She's too shy. All right, take it away. Take it away, Elise. Well, it's, it's right there. Elise is kind of generally circling in the northern part of the diagram. I definitely thought you meant a whole <laughs> No, I realized yeah, that. I know you I said also that. Thought I, was, that. I, was like, I was like, are Laura, you sure? No. <laughs> is that your final answer? And it clats shut and prints out another clue. And that clue is the halfling either uses the crossbow or no bow at all. Interesting. One more time. The halfling either uses the crossbow or no bow at all. Excellent job. Thank you, Elise. That brings us to <laughs> Harmony. Yes. Well, since I still don't know the answer to the riddle of the last one that I did, I will go to the other one that's green, which is Jade. Okay, so you go to the Jade one, and you're going to do the riddle? Um, yeah, I'm going to pick it up and see what riddle is there. I don't know if I'll okay. answer it, but I'll, I'll, I'll see what it is. <laughs> and it opens, and this is what the gold script says. Has two wings, but cannot fly. Has two legs, but cannot walk. Has two eyes, but cannot see. Has a beak, but doesn't squawk. 
Not talon. Got it. Has two wings. Has two wings but cannot fly. Has two legs but cannot walk. Has two eyes but cannot see. Has a beak but doesn't squawk. I will. Can I? Do I have to phone a specific friend, or can I see if somebody knows? I, I will allow one other person to answer before it shuts for this turn. So if anybody else has an idea, I'm Rachel uncertain. says, looking directly at me. Yeah, you're good at you're good at riddles, and I'm not. Riddle me these spies. I have yet to think of something that fits all four of those. Yeah, I know. I can get like a couple wings and legs. I've got it's eyes and beak that. Because I I heard eyes, and I was like, it's a potato, but that doesn't fit anything else. Um, <laughs> there's only one thing more Two legs that cannot walk Guys but can't see Children but can see But they do squawk They also can see Okay but so, some they Not can... all of them Don't be ableist <laughs> Yeah but like On the whole I would say <laughs> Yeah I, a little I would say You wouldn't overall say Children cannot see A seeing impaired <laughs> Fantasy baby <laughs> Theo Question for you Yes Um, Is this Do we hear this Or do we read this It is written in the calligraphy. It is written, so it is eyes, E-Y-E-S. That is correct. Gotcha. That's where I was as well. A very bad dragon. <laughs> hey, don't say bad dragon on the air, thanks. <laughs> uh, we already solved that one. And now to our response. <laughs> I, think, I think after a little bit of time, it probably does kind of music yeah. box style line close, but it doesn't play the disappointing it doesn't. It's not sad. Oh, with you. oh, Laura, you don't want to. You don't want to. Oh, no, don't, Laura, don't. You don't, don't want that. Don't find out more. Laura, no, Laura, no. <laughs> Maybe you do want more, but we're doing. But not right now. now. We're busy. Weird, weird white Kim is back. Okay, it's it's Craig's turn. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go up to the the soda light one. What is soda light? It's it's another blue precious stone. Okay. Soda it's soda light. with no calories. Like it's it's diet coke. <laughs> I pick up the diet coke. And you want to do the riddle? Yeah. Okay, so that's the seventh one. And the riddle that comes out is this. It might be on your house or life. It must be on your truck. When it's bought, you hope never to use it. But if you wait till you need it, you're fucked. I know this! I got this one. Oh, I'll let you do it since I already got one. Oh, you sure? I also got one. Oh, oh yeah, you did. It's insurance. <laughs> it is insurance. So... Uh, the clue that this orb prints out is the bugbear's name does not have an R in it. So it might be Holly. It could be. All right. Okay. Hey, we've already solved a quarter of these. What Sorry, how many of them? A quarter. Yeah, one more time. One fourth. Yeah, you're, you were getting a little Brooklyn there. <laughs> Look, you and I have had this conversation. Australian is like the, the weird middle Venn diagram part of like five different accents. Listen, it's full of criminals and we stole it from natives. It's the same as New York. It's you're fine. correct. <laughs> you are All right, at least it's your turn. <laughs> My turn already. I am going to check out the Lapis Lazuli. All right, so you want a skill check or you want to do the riddle? I'm going to try the riddle. Okay. Peek behind the curtain, the skill check is just for you. If you guys get really stumped and you just oh, for get sure. the damn leg open. So that was a six my the line. Waspy pride is like, no, you have to solve the riddle. So this one you open and six glasses appear underneath it. The calligraphy says, touch only one glass, make an alternating pattern. The first three are empty and the second three are full of water and the glasses are otherwise identical. Jono knows he should know this. I know, like, I know I haven't heard it before. These are all original Theo content, but I feel in my heart like I have. <laughs> I, I just know I've done something like this puzzle oh. before. Yeah, so you just... I was thinking of switching. Oh, you can take the... Yeah! 
Okay. Craig wouldn't know this, though. But Craig can have a little galaxy brain moment unless... Craig is going to walk over... And we don't let Elise have a crack at it first. Okay. Elise looks over at Craig for a second, and they they have a moment. I'm walking over to try and drink it. Elise bites her lip. It's... No! <laughs> I'm the DM, I'm the DM. <laughs> uh, they have a, a moment of recognition. There's something She takes there. the glass from Craig's hand. I am thirsty! Which it glass is it? The fifth one. Okay. And she pours it into the second empty glass. And she puts it back down so it should be open, er, empty full, empty full, empty full. Thanks, Craig. Without your help, I would have never sold that. <laughs> Welcome. Um, hey, can I just take one of these glasses of water before wa- water wa- water um, before it goes away? Yeah. The the bulb the orb does snap shut. The glasses do not disappear. I also take a glass of water. <laughs> yeah, shoot. I can. Uh, it's a secret surprise that will be useful later. Don't drink that. Uh, oh, I was also. You can drink it. it later. You just might not want to at that point. And the the clue that prints out of this one is the crossbow opens the stone door. All right. We love some certainty. And now it's back to you, Piper. Oh, boy. She's uh, still flustered. So looking about at random, she's just going to go for the pyrite one. All right. Which, uh, roll me nature real quick. Oh, fuck. I mean, I'm good at that, but ooh, not today. So she stubs her toe and falls over. Hey, no, no, tell face. me what you got. Tell me what you got. A natural one. Uh oh. <laughs> it's everything's coming up, Piper. This episode. Yeah, you do. You do. You, you're you're so excited, but you're so big. You're just such a big, big, beautiful bugbear, and you get too excited, and you land directly in front of the orb you had meant to open. Yeah, just you know. It's beautiful. My face goes crunch a little bit, you know, it's fine. <laughs> and that's gonna take us to Harmony. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, I wanna go, because I'm still, I'm still stuck on, like, the color green specifically, so I wanna go back to the emerald, can I, if I have already gotten the riddle, can I in- switch to the skill check? Yes, you or can. Or is it too late? Okay, I would no, like to see can. what the skill, what skill check the emerald one asks. It doesn't tell you. You have oh, to. Oh, you just do a skill check? You have to try something and see if You just do a skill check. I correct. now understand. Yeah. Part of why I've been avoiding the skill checks is because I was not certain what the mechanic was, and I didn't want to admit it. Sorry, I should have been clearer. Again, at this point, I'm too afraid to ask. What do you want? So to me avoid? trying to intimidate the obsidian is not the worst thing ever. It's <laughs> not chance. Yeah. Yeah, that's really low odds. <laughs> yep. Well, I'm thinking about things that I'm good at. I will try. Well, oh, like how do I demonstrate? Like a because I'm. <laughs> I'm thinking of game mechanics. I'm like, how would I demonstrate something like a survival check in this room? Well, well, first, uh, you do you want to do survival? Yeah. Okay, so roll a d20 for me. Hold just to make sure it's not a d1. It is a 10. All right, and now you describe to me, because it's going to work, but I am putting the narrative responsibility yeah, on Yeah, so I'm wondering how a survival check works in here, because it's a room. You could just tell it, like, a cool nature fact. Yeah, I could be like, because I already, okay, the mushroom log isn't something I made new. That's, the that's plant true. log is something I made new. The mushroom log is something I already had. So can I like bust out the mushroom log and be like, You do not have the items that you Oh have yeah, I forgot physical about body. I'll talk about the mushroom log. What do you say? Well, you know, here's, I, I feel like I'm pitching myself for a job. Like, here's why I'm good at survival <laughs> is, um, here's why I should be on The Bachelor is, um, here's why I'm good at survival is because I know all the mushrooms that are poisonous and all the mushrooms that you can eat for dinner and all the mushrooms that you can eat for recreational purposes and, um, how much? 
And you swear to God that the that the orb does make kind of a huh sound, but it doesn't open. <laughs> the jade one cannot be opened with survival. Yeah, sorry, I'm on this way. No. Yeah. No, oh, no, I no. did. It was the one that Clearly. has two wings but cannot fly. Oh, right, right, right. But you haven't solved it. You haven't solved it. Okay, and that brings us to Craig. I'm going to go up to the pyrite one and open it up. Okay, roll a nature for me. Ooh. I'm going to have a spare d20. This is treating me real bad today. I do. Spare nut. My side has lepsha. I made it to take Quinn up on their offer to buy us all new dice and dice gels. Oh yeah, one of one of our listeners. Oh, <laughs> oh we have listeners. We do. Four. I and Quinn, we love uh, you. Okay, a four does nothing, but it doesn't hurt you. Okay. Nothing happens. You, as far as you know, this ne- you were never thinking about nature at all. You're still thinking about your beautiful bird's son. So, do you want to try to skill check it, or do you want to do the riddle again? Riddle. Okay. Oh, you don't have the rule for this one. That's right. Sorry, that was. A Which one is this? I'm so sorry. This is the eleventh, the pyrite. Thank you. Oh, yeah, the great. one that Piper is currently uh, knocked the fuck over in front of. You do have to kind of step around your beautiful bugbear friends. Hey. Oh, I'm the bugbear. Yeah, dope. And the... <laughs> I'm not observant. I love you. That's why you have such big hands <laughs> and fur. <laughs> that could be anything. Ready? Yeah. And the riddle is this: At eight o'clock, a baby was born. At 801, another. These babies are not twins, and yet they share the same father and mother. How? Have, let Craig take a stab at it. If he doesn't try, he'll never learn. I have an alternate idea if she's, if she's incorrect, although I like her idea better than mine. These babies are not siblings, but they share a father and mother. Not These twins. babies are not twins. Are not twins, thank you. Baby born at 8, another at 801. That's all that's specified. These babies are not twins, and yet they share the same father and mother. Right, okay. I will let Craig speak, but I do have a thought. We have different thoughts that are both. They were born. They share one. Different days. Does it close right away? It doesn't close right away. Um, all right, that's are, all I got. Are are they two of of triplets? <laughs> and it prints out your next clue. Which see, midwife was kind of an answer to one of them. Midwife was kind of an I answer bet, to one. I bet a midwife was... could help. A midwife an could have been one. there. A midwife would have the answer. Are you studying to be a midwife? Actually, no. <laughs> you just let's just think they're neat. What's really funny is I was gonna say triplets as a joke that I thought was wrong, and I said that <laughs> answer because I thought it was right. Oh no! <laughs> the the clue that prints out is this: the crossbow is used by someone with fur. Okay, sounds like me. And or as me. a reminder, yeah, the the races are the species. Racially charged language. Piper, you are currently a bugbear. Harmony, you are currently a tabaxi. Ethan, you are currently an elf. And Elise is still a halfling. What's a bugbear? Oh, hey, yeah. But a bugbear has fur. Oh, it's like so a big furry dude. There's one thing we can already know. We know that we know that Elise um, doesn't is using the X. I use the X because it says that you use either the crossbow or no bow at all, and you don't have fur, so you don't use the crossbow. That's right. So you use the X. Oh, wait, I don't have to write that down in here. I have a thing for it. Wait, who needs a crossbow? One of of us. And that was Craig's turn. So now we are on to you, Elise. All right, I'm going to take uh, the glasses of of water. Uh, No. I I didn't warm up this hexing good enough to say water. That was close enough. Um, I feel Pygmalion in this room tonight. Yeah. 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 Water. (laughs) Water. I'm going to take one of the glasses of water. Uh, go over to the tiger's eye, uh, and I'm just gonna pour it in, and then, uh, 
Swish it around a little bit. You're, you're pouring the the sediment into the glass. I'm, I'm pour, I was going to pour the the water into the into the the orb, but either the, way, the the sediment isn't in the orb. It kind of sprinkled onto the ground in a pile. I'll sprinkle onto the ground in a pile. But yeah. the but the pile is still there. Yeah, we'll, I'll collect it and, and pour it into the water. Um, and, and, and swish it around a little. Swish it around a little. Uh, so you do this. You pour this salt and white sand into the glass and swish it around a little. And after a moment of agitation, as we in the science community call it, <laughs> Ew. the salt does dissolve into the water and the sand falls to the bottom. And the orb goes... Bah, 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 bah. <laughs> He's literally an acting <laughs> And the clue that prints out is if the bugbear opens the glass door, they use the ice arrow. If they open the stone door, they use the silver arrow. Okay. And that was Elisa's turn. Let me turn this bad boy, this clue that I've already solved. Another clue I've solved. The blue tiger one had been separate the sand from the salt, which oh. Elise had opened earlier. Okay. So using one of the cups of water from what the end? pattern. One of the cups of water yeah, from the pattern <laughs> puzzle. And that'll bring us to Piper. Uh, so she's just gonna wiggle and crawl so as not to trip again. Standing and up is a free action. You're not prone. But I'm uh, afraid at this okay. point of fucking it up again. So you do the worm. It's terrifying. You're huge. The whole room <laughs> shakes. Very good. I'd like to pick up the amethyst from my laying down position. Okay, and that's that's right next to the one you were just going for, so it's not bad. Yeah, she's just trying to do something. So you pick up the amethyst one, and the riddle that comes out is this. You sat on a bench, it was with you, the same when you sat on the chair. You had it when you perched upon the stool. You stood, it was no longer there. Was this the amethyst? This was the amethyst. I'd like you to know that this is because of that one episode in Gilmore Gilmore Girls when they go to the strip club and then the guy is like, how can you get a lap dance if your lap dance is only there when you're sitting and when you're standing, you don't have a lap anymore. What is a lap? Thanks, Gilmore Girls, for preemptively solving the episode. God, Laura, you are a woman of culture. (laughs) Yes, I am. And this was... The amethyst. The amethyst. The clue that prints out of the amethyst orb says... Harry uses the short bow. Harry, like the name? Capital H-A-R-R-Y. Thank you. Ah, got it. She's contributed the something. The bugbear is not Harry. Uh, the short bow is also paired with the ice arrow. And now it is Harmony's turn. Yeah, sorry, I was looking at a clue to, to figure out where Elise got that from. I'm gonna go up to the opal and see what the riddle is in there. Alright, you're gonna open up the opalite. The third riddle is this. Never comes, but always leaves. Always stalks, but has no prey. Full of silk and golden beads. Cannot feast except by day. Stalks, but what has no prey? Mm -hmm. What comes after that? Full of silk and golden beads. Cannot feast except by day. Stalks. A corn? Never comes, but always leaves. Oh. Ha, okay. Corn? Do you say that? Yeah. Yeah, it does a little trumpet. <laughs> yeah, it's corn! <laughs> that one was in there specifically for Ethan, who is obsessed with Into the Woods, listeners. <laughs> Some fun player Unfortunately, I opened it, so... Hey, not okay. just Into the Woods, also Little Shop of Horrors. <laughs> right, but I don't have a Little Shop of Horrors clue. <laughs> into okay. the plant. Yeah, into the plant once. <laughs> <laughs> That's the name of the title. <laughs> into the plant I saw, once. I saw this, uh, real quick, this really crappy bootleg of... Little Shop of Horrors from my high school, 
and the Seymour was really not not caring about the production, and at the end he went for Narnia and jumped into the plant, and it was like closing night, and I was like, oof, oof. Very good. Alright, what, what prints out of the opal? Holly is the tabaxi's name. Oh, that's me! Oh, we can solve so much! Let's take a quick, let's take oh, a quick pause. Do you want to go over the clues that you have so far? Yeah, I have I have them right now. Um, okay. I just didn't want to think about so them. So Holly has to use I, the short bow. I'll, I'll say them out loud just in case. Just in case somebody's playing along at home. No, Harry has to use the short bow. The short bow is either used by Holly or is used with the ice arrow. So the short bow has to use the ice arrow because we know that Harry uses the, sh- the short bow, not Holly. Holly is the tabaxi's name. The bugbear's name does not have an R in it. If the bugbear opens the glass door, they use the ice arrow. If they open the stone door, they use the silver arrow. Harry uses the short bow. The crossbow is used by someone with fur, and the halfling either uses the crossbow or no bow at all. Okay, I think I figured out who uses what arrow. Like, fully? I think so, but I want to double-check a couple of things. Okay. Whose turn is it? Okay, so yeah, it's your turn. I'm going to go up and uh, open the sapphire one. Okay. What is the riddle? The riddle is this. The lake water was warm in summer. The lake water was cold in fall. Today, the lake turned solid. Now what is it? I think I got this yeah, one. Yeah, I think I got this one too, but Don't overthink it. <laughs> All right, you answer. It's ice. It's winter. You asked what it is. If the one is solid, it's ice. The lake water was warm in summer. The lake water was cold in fall. Today the lake turned solid. Now what is it? Now it's winter. <laughs> the water is also ice, and I feel that the puzzle needs to reflect the fact that there are multiple answers. The orb too. opens up and goes... <laughs> 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 I was going to say water. So. It's winter. It's true that you shouldn't overthink it, though. I was going to say spring, because that's the next season, so... No. <laughs> I was also After summer spring. and autumn? And winter. I didn't say After anything about But he didn't get to winter. I said now, not next winter. You said now, but... I thought, anyway. Today it's ice. What is it right now? <laughs> Alright, what clue prints out? Summer. Climate change. I think, I think you're Harry. Don't let me forget that. Okay, what clue prints out? Heather uses the throwing axe. Uh, that's me. Yeah, you're Heather, because we already know you used the throwing axe. Okay, so he has to be Harry, because because we know that I'm Holly, we know that you're Heather and that you use the axe, we you know, know that the bugbear's bug name doesn't have an R and Harry does, so you have to be Harry, which means that you use the short bow. Okay, the crossbow is used by someone with her either the tabaxi or the bow. Just to those playing along at home, the orbs left are the citrine, the emerald, the jade, and the sapphire. Oh yeah, now we have to either find the right skill check or actually solve these other riddles. No, we know sapphire. No, we just got the sapphire. Oh, sapphire was the one we just used, yeah. Yes. Okay, we We have the citrine, the emerald, the jade, the bows available are a longbow, a shortbow, and a crossbow. And the arrows are a silver arrow, a wooden arrow, an ice arrow, and a throwing axe. And the doors are brass, glass, stone, and bronze. Okay, Harry uses the short bow. I think me. Um, Harry is not the bugbear. The bugbear's name does not have an R in it. Harry is also not me, because Harry uses the short bow, and I do not use a bow. And we now know that you're Harry. Correct, but also, there's that, where was I going with that? Where's the clue? Lost it. The short bow is either used by Holly or uses the ice arrow. It's not used by Holly. It's it's used by Harry. Therefore, the short bow is used by Craig the Elf. I mean, Harry the Elf. 
Um, and it uses the ice arrow, that much we know. Yes, and it uses the ice arrow, which means um, that Harry uses the ice arrow. Yes. The bugbear, therefore, does not open the glass door, because the ice arrow is already in use. They use the silver arrow to open the stone door, and the crossbow opens the stone door. So we know that the nameless bugbear uses the silver arrow in the crossbow to open the stone door. Therefore, by process of elimination, the tabaxi uses the longbow and the wooden arrow. We just have, the only names we have for Holly, Harry, and Heather, right? Correct. We have to solve some of these rules. Yeah, we do. Yeah, I just wanted to, I just wanted to take stock of what we can get from mm-hmm. the clues we have now before before we go any further. Or else I'll I'll start to lose track. So that's the second, fourth, and fifth, and we know that the fourth, the emerald, cannot be opened with survival. And what doors do we have so far? Just the Just stone. Just stone. The bugbear uses the crossbow and the silver arrow to open the stone door, and that's all we know in terms of doors. Alright, but that's like a fair amount. Yeah. yeah. I think that it was uh, just Colonel Mustard. <laughs> <laughs> and the doors start to like swing up. No, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Who just went? Episode title, fuck you, Colonel Mustard. <laughs> Uh, more like Life Creed, fuck you, Colonel Mustard. Who, who just opened the, uh... It was me. Craig. That was you. Okay, so Elise, it is your turn. Oh no. Alright, um, Will? And I, I'll give you the riddles for those orcs for free. Oh, I've got them written down. Okay, okay. Just doesn't, don't um, know the answers to anything. I have a guess for Citrine, but I think it's too abstract. I don't think it's correct, but I also want to move us along. So, so we're just going to try this. Reminder, the Citrine was, what eats from the stomach, the face, and the side, whose mouth changes place with the passage of time? Um, my immediate thought was acid. It's not the answer, but I would love to hear the justification. <laughs> <laughs> the orb makes like a... Okay. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> acid being a liquid, okay. you know, the... the the part that touches you, that dissolves, you know, the the mouth, if you will. I told you it's abstract. Yeah, okay, I know. I'm just interested. Mm-hmm. Changes place, you know, as it flows with the passage of time. And acid really will eat through pretty much anything. It doesn't matter from from whence it is eating, from your stomach, your mouth, or your side, or your face, or your side. It will eat all over pretty much. I'm impressed. You're wrong, but I'm impressed. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> it's not the answer, but it is nice. <laughs> Wait, but can another? Is, are, are we still going by the rule where one yeah, person yeah, can, one try? person can try. I mean, I don't have one. I, I just do. wanted to. <laughs> Go on. Uh, I okay. Hear me out. A baby turning into an adult, turning into an old person. So what's your what's your guess? I just can't put that into one word. Uh, human. Human. Is it really a person? Yes. Damn, if only fantasy medical school hadn't got me thinking about stomach acid. Oh, like an umbilical cord? Mm-hmm. Yep. I'm confused. Absolutely. Is the side one really an arm? Like, I was thinking. No, like. No, that's one of those Through your belly. Oh, I didn't even think about that. Yeah, you know, when you're old, you gotta get the tube put in the side because you can't eat it. Oh, I thought the tube. I thought uh, the food tube was put in your no, arm. No, that's why. No, why would the food tube go in your arm? That's what my mom always said. She's like, you need to eat your fucking dinner or I'm putting a tube in your arm. No, no. It goes, it goes into your stomach so that the food goes into your stomach. Stomach where food goes. <laughs> and the, the, the food tube's connected to the stomach, apparently. <laughs> yeah, because that's where food goes when you eat it. Why don't you shove all my meatballs into my arms? Please don't! <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna look like a fleshy pea pod. <laughs> fleshy pea pod? Episode title? Eh, sleep on it. I'm the editor. <laughs> and the yeah, but I mean, that's fine. Colonel Mustard's fleshy pea pod. <laughs> Ooh, now that's an AO3 uh, pick if I ever heard one. 
All right, what's the clue? The clue that prints out is the brass door must be opened with an arrow. All right, well, so you're not if getting you the wanted to, we could uh, we could probably uh, trial and error this. You could, but you can only do one. You can only shoot an arrow once per turn. Oh yeah, of course. So you don't have the... Yes, so for me it's either the glass one or the... uh, It's either the the, the glass one or the bronze one. Well, do you want to just take your axe to to one of those doors and see what happens? On my next turn, sure. (laughs) It's Piper's turn. Interesting. Um, okay. I'm just gonna think out loud here. So it has two wings but can't fly, two legs but cannot walk, eyes but can't see, feet but doesn't squawk. What I thought of was a was a gargoyle. Is that your final answer? I'm ready for the <laughs> to be to be fair, cool, cool, cool to be fair, my thought was a statue of a bird, so we're on the same page. Um, a bird that seen Medusa. <laughs> okay. It's your turn, Harmony. Oh, it's my turn. Mm-hmm. I don't know the answer to either of these. Okay. <laughs> what? Nothing. I was thinking about a pla- platypus, and I was like, platypus don't have wings. That sentence in my head. If they did, they'd be too fucking powerful. A master of land, sea, and air with poison feet? I think not. <laughs> The whole four season run on a wildly successful Disney children's show. Okay. There's nothing they can't do. Should have been five, should have been six. You're right. The Emerald one, the woman that never has an accident on purpose, but it has purpose because of accidents. Okay. Now, I'm really, at this point, taking shots in the dark because I don't know the answer to either of these two riddles. Okay. And I'm gonna say, and this is gonna sound bad. Like, I don't know anything about family planning, but I, my, my gut is to say a month. <laughs> yeah, it was worth a try. Uh, not necessarily wrong, but not the answer. Anybody else want to give that one a try before we move on to Craig? An emergency uh, responder. Uh, yeah, well, that's an EMT. Again, not no, fantasy wrong. EMT. Not, not fantasy <laughs> woman EMT. Yes. <laughs> Good for her. Good for her. Not uh, not wrong. Not the answer I'm looking for, but uh, in case of emergency, keep it in your back pocket. Okay. <laughs> Some credit. And Craig, it's your turn. Will the ice arrow shatter if I shoot it? You want me to find out, isn't there? <laughs> Theo. <laughs> <laughs> and we're trapped here forever. <laughs> Who's going to take care of Cam- Talon, Craig? <laughs> She's imprinted on you as his mother. Like, nobody's gonna take him now. He won't breastfeed. I'm so worried. (laughs) Craig, I hate to break it to you, but you're in... I don't want to retcon five episodes of Craig's being there. So, uh... We have to get it done because... (laughs) It's like when your parents would replace a goldfish and tell you it was the same one. Like, we're gonna have to get another goldfish for weeks. Episodes... (laughs) Replace Craig and don't tell the audience it's a new one. Episode 720 is the only one there. <laughs> <laughs> so we, don't have to, we wouldn't have to replace Talon if Craig's the one that didn't come back. We'd have to replace Craig. Oh. And not tell Talon it's a new one. <laughs> I hope that Talon just plays by himself now. He's now a bard. <laughs> Tony, not Tony, Talon is an awakened seagull. There yeah, is still the option of the skill, skill checks. checks. You know that survival will not open the emerald. I'm going to go up to the emerald one. Okay. I'm just going to pray towards towards it. Try to use religion. Okay. You're gonna do a religious yeah. skill check. Uh, roll a d20 for me. I'm gonna pray to Illmater towards this orb. Ten. 
Okay, so you... Is it straight or... It's it just has to be over to one. <laughs> so you pray to this orb for... Well, you don't pray to this orb. You pray about this orb for a little bit. <laughs> Our ill mater who lives on a mountain. <laughs> <laughs> That's really Roz from Monsters. <laughs> you do get like a sense of peace from this meditation. You're feeling a little sharper, but it does not open. Prayer cannot open the jade orb. But religion would have opened the amethyst. Oh, well, noted. Good to know, I guess. Does anyone else get a crack at it? Or? Uh, it's really just us going around the circle at this point, so, Jono, if you want to try a... Uh, I'm going to take my throwing axe, and I'm just going to lob it at the the breast door. Jono? <laughs> see if that one does it. We've reached a point where trial and error is very valid. We only have a couple things left as well. So you throw your throwing axe at the breast door. Make a... You can do it. I'll take either dexterity or athletics. It's a natural 20. Oh, fuck. It lands directly into the carved bullseye on this door. And then it falls to the ground. And nothing happens. Which door was that? Uh, Briss. So I open the bronze door. Which means and now it is but not right turn. Which means that, uh, to be XE, you either use, you either do brass or glass. And elf, you do either brass or glass. Brass or glass. <laughs> The glass door is ice, though. Uh, right? Oh, you're right. Wait, let me look. And the stone door is silver. Not quite. Um, Sorry, that's what I... That's only if the bugbear opens that door. Oh. Wait, if the bugbear opens the door, what? If the bugbear opens the glass door, they use the ice arrow. They open the stone door, they use the silver arrow. Because it's already been established. Yeah. That they oh, open so the Piper door. Piper could open her door right now. We have all. We have the technology. Like, we have yeah. all the information for you to open your door. Okay, so you should do it. Alright, how do you do it? Is it your turn? I thought it was. It is. Okay. What do you use? You're the Yeti looking. <laughs> that could be any of them. Third, this one. Uh, so I use the silver arrow and the crossbow on the stone door. Okay, again, give me uh, either dexterity or athletics. Well, no. Yeah, just do dexterity. It's a crossbow. It's a projectile. That is a, you said dexterity? Yeah. Plus three, so that is 14. So you hit... Just right of center. It's still at the door. Okay. <laughs> it's in the door. And the door does slide into the wall as it opens. And there's kind of the same sort of abstract white light coming in through it uh, as from the ceiling. It's soft. Turns out, Bugbear's name, not that critical. <laughs> Do you want to go through it? Me? Sure. Yeah. yeah. yeah that would be you. Okay. So you go through the door. Mm-hmm. And you disappear. Dope. So it is now Harmony's turn. Okay, well, I like this trial and error approach, um, since I'm assuming I could just, my, I know my arrow is not a kind of arrow that shatters and I could just retrieve it if it's wrong. <laughs> it's not made of ice. Um, so I'm gonna similarly, so I'm gonna similarly, what, I have either glass or brass, so I'm gonna shoot it at the glass door, my wooden arrow, and using, see what happens. Using what? Wooden arrow and longbow. You said at the glass door? Yeah. Okay, roll dexterity for me. I would love to if I knew what my I do know what my dexterity is. Is that like the right should. skill check to do for this? Mm-hmm. I would yeah. think so. Yeah. yeah, you would. Yeah, because that's what you would use for like an attack with an arrow. Yeah, so. it's my first time DMing. Be You're nice to me. Wait, what? You get a 13. So you, you landed like the second to closest circle to the bullseye in the glass door. And the glass door shatters. And there's light on the other side. Nice. <laughs> You're all trapped forever. Do you want to go through? Yeah. Um, I, before I go through, I, yeah, I guess you could have gone already too. I know. 
Uh, no, because I missed it. I chose, I chose the wrong doll. Oh, I wrote down bronze after you. Okay, I couldn't remember when I wrote down bronze, and I was like, yeah, why no, didn't you just go? that when I tried. So I'll look over to Craig and tell him that he should shoot his ice arrow from the short bow at the brass door in case he doesn't have all that, and then I go through the door. <laughs> I might even, like, leave out my little, my little <laughs> paper for him in case he doesn't, in case he's missing anything. And then he the looks at Craig. Thank God, my paper was blank. <laughs> <laughs> the the <laughs> break time. So you go through the glass door. Yeah. And you disappear. Hopefully, that's a good thing. <laughs> Craig, it's your turn. I I furiously scribble down the answers to the text. <laughs> right, you copy her homework. Yeah. Just you can just use mine now. I don't need it. <laughs> uh, and then I I use the ice arrow, the short bow on the brass door. Okay, so you use the ice arrow <laughs> in the short uh, bow on the brass door. Uh, roll dexterity for me. Ice short brass Eighteen. You do get a bullseye, and the brass door slides into the floor, and there's a light on the other side. I go through it. You disappear. Oh, Elise, it's it's you. Well, alone in your kingdom. <laughs> I suppose I shouldn't feel sad about this, seeing as I never really knew the people who were in here with me. But is this the last we've seen of Elise? Join next week for- I don't know, it's not- I have no say in the matter. Jono knows. Jono knows. I think I know. Elise is going to spend an hour to conjure alchemist's tools- No, I'm kidding. Uh, I built an artificer. It's dream time, so- I I built an artificer- No, it's fine. I'm so excited. I'm I'm just messing with you. Elise is going to walk over to the brass door, grab her throwing axe, or what is left of the brass door, grab her throwing axe- Get a sizable distance, a, 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 an appropriate distance away from the bronze door. I, mm. She was debating whether or not to just go in and right. You got, you got to worry herself. about recoil. You got to be worried about it. So she's gonna get an appropriate distance away, and again, just love that X. All right, roll uh, athletics or dexterity for me. Uh, it's a fifteen. Okay, so it, you know it's harder to get a bullseye with an axe because it's it's a lot wider. These are really arrows that are, or these are really bullseyes that are designed for arrows. So like part of the axe is touching the middle. It's not dead center. I'm but not going uh, axe, I'm not going axe throwing with any of my friends. You know it's a thing we can do. Never a better time to start a new passion. And so you hit this sort of in the middle. Uh, the axe sits there for a moment and then clats to the floor, and then the door slides into the ceiling, and there's light on the other side. You go through? I go through. You go through, and you disappear. And almost at what it feels like the same moment that you all arrive in a second room- No, I'm kidding. (laughs) In a a second room, and there- it feels as if you all arrived at the same time. Like, you don't feel any difference between the time. And there's one more very large fantasy basketball-sized pure crystal orb. God, it's going to demand a sacrifice. Oh, I was. That's just... why I don't show up in the other episodes. This is it for me. <laughs> and this is and it's uh, the technically... <laughs> and it's I'm technically a uh, Piper's turn. Oh lord, it's my turn. It's your turn. She's going to run up and slap it. You slap it. Like a bag of rice at the supermarket. And it uh, it opens slowly, and a, a larger cloud of white backing. It, it really looks like that fake snow that they put in, like, supermarket windows. <laughs> like the spray-on kind. Good. 
uh, a bigger cloud of that than was used with the riddles appears. And even more, with more flourish and more circumstance, with trumpet fanfare playing in the back, these beautiful ribbon of calligraphy starts writing out and it oh says, Lord. Congratulations! Oh, exclamation mark. <laughs> I knew you could do it. Using your intellect and your bond between one another, you have escaped the marksman's challenge. I am so proud of you, and I cannot wait to see where you go after this. Sounds like a bomb. <laughs> With great love and satisfaction, Jeremy. Wow! Oh. Jeremy, Jeremy is so eloquent! And the known. room fades before your eyes. And you all wake up. I'm proud of Jeremy, too. <laughs> I run over and grab Talon. Put him back on my shoulder. Honestly, I run over and give Jeremy a hearty handshake. Uh, Craig, uh, give me... Give me perception. God. I'll, I'll, I'll take a history, too, if, if that'll, if that's better. Do it. What was the second one? History? History. I'm using perception. <laughs> Eleven. Eleven. Fuck, I'll take it. Let's split it up and down. So based on your prior experience with the fantasy puppet show Ants, you know that only about 15 <laughs> minutes has passed since you've gone under. <laughs> based on where it was when you left off, when the, you dropped off Talon. The history of Ants. <laughs> uh, you're going you're gonna to give Jeremy a hearty handshake? Yeah. Really strength. <laughs> what is Jeremy's like raw power? That I, <laughs> I want to give Nine? <laughs> Oh, thank God. It's just the right amount of handshake. If you had gone too high, he would have absolutely, like, rattled his eye around in his head, Scooby-Doo style. I want to give him a handshake. Cool. What's your armor class? (laughs) Roll initiative! You shake his hand, and he puts his other little peep on top of yours, and he looks deep in your eyes. He says, ah. Thank you. I had the strangest dream. And you were there. And you were there. And you were there. I have a feeling we're all going to become best of friends, practically inseparable. <laughs> spend every moment together. All of us. All, all of us. All. And the all three of the four of you look at the benevolent DMI as if you're on the office and we faint to black. <laughs> <laughs> the end. I'll bring you out. Uh, that was episode four of Groove episode non-canon. It will be episode. That'll be episode zero point one of of Goofballs and Goblins. Uh, I had the pleasure to be your DM today. I'm Theo. You can find me at pettytheftpodcast.com or at dionysus.jr on Instagram. My name is Rachel. I played Harmony as per usual. That has not changed. Um, you can find me on Twitter at RachelLikesDND. I'm Jono. Uh, today I played Elise Littlefoot. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at MammalJono. That's M-A-M-M-E-L. J-O-N-O. Hi, my name is Laura and I play Piper. You can find me at Laura underscore M underscore beer. That's B as in boy, I-E-R. Hi, I'm Ethan and I play Colonel Mustard and No. Smith. <laughs> and you can find me at DoodleWaluigi on Twitter and at WaluigiXL-200 on uh, TikTok. And, uh... Oh, uh, who's not with us tonight? We are uh, deeply missing... Finnegan, who plays Tony Frogmouth. Uh, you can find them at Caution Rat on Twitter, which, fun bit of lore, is the opposite of Danger Mouse. <laughs> <laughs> also not with us tonight is our part-time and editor and my co-DM, uh, Isaac. You can find him at Iron Isaac. that's I-R-O-N-I-S-S-A-C on Twitter. 
or Still Grinning, that's G-R-Y-N-N-I-N-G, on Blogspot. Thanks for tuning in to our first bonus episode of Goofballs and Goblins. Uh, we're going to try and do this every now and then, maybe even with a rotating DM if That's people feel like it. If, if, if they feel like it, he says to Rachel, who is currently looking as if I just told her that she had to stab me in the neck with a rusty spoon. I really love D&D. Ooh. I will never DM ever. <laughs> um, love D&D. Love to consume it. <laughs> Uh, but we'll be doing this every now and then, just for some some fun non-canon adventures in this world with these characters. But that's a story for another time. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you next week. Everybody say bye! 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 bye. bye. Shit! Goofballs and Goblins is a production of Petty Theft Podcasts and Maked with Good Intentions. Executive produced by Rachel Butala, Isaac Greenwich, John O'Mammel, and Theodore Wampusik. Find more at pettytheftpodcasts.com. Like the show and want to help other people discover it? Leave us a review wherever you found this podcast. Not only will it help other people find us, but it will make us genuinely happy. Questions? Comments? Want to correct my pronunciation of something? Tweet us at GNGCast. That's G, the letter N, G, cast. And while you're there, consider following us to keep up to date on our shenanigans. And now... Here's what I think an animated armor sounds like. No, no, Jono, don't do that. What do you mean I can't play a clip from Stump? <laughs>